0: Ah. Back in Farakoy. Today's share is sponsored by the Kessler family. To the Fuashlema Liza Tova Bas Estagruna, daughter and sister, cancer patient now diagnosed with COVID, and by Srili Bernstein. Now. Bornstein, Bernstein, Mishma's, my father your side, Abram, Lake, Ben Meir Halevi. I forgot how to pronounce it. He told me once how to pronounce it, and now I'm drawing the side. It's unbelievable. It, it was very difficult. I'm not going to lie, it was very difficult. Jumping around from city to city, traveling from Israel to America, from America to this, from this, But it was worth Every second. It was unreal. The, the experience yesterday in Los Angeles, getting to meet the Chever there, this guy, I mean, Shlomo Lazarian, he took me to the Chasana, which was, I don't know, 40 minutes away, and he stated the entire chassana sitting in his car, he refused to move. I said, I'm going to Uber it, big deal. No, I it's done here in Los Angeles. Waited, he got another car, he borrowed a car, a nicer one, a bigger one, the kids are. Unbelievable. So I took the red eye. For those of you who don't know and they're strong, maybe they don't know what a red eye is. So I took the 12 o'clock flight, 12 a.m. And it arrives in New York at about 8 a.m. The kids so you get. You're supposed to get like three, four hours of sleep. It how it is, especially when you have the back, back seat. So it was a flight, to say the least. I got murderous amount of sleep. and And here we are. Because we're doing the daft, there are no days off. But I'm saying it was worth every every second for, for to meet the chaver in Los Angeles, to meet the chaver in Lakewood, to meet every everywhere. It's Who do we meet? We met the guys in the Five Towns, the guys in Borough Park, the chaver the chav. Moridok, okay. Be Israel If they let us back in Eretz we're going to be flying back to Eretz Sunday night. Also going to be a nice trip. right before catch a flight the whole thing. So we have here just a couple of emails. River Ellie. I think you figured, Ellie. Yeah. I think you, you forgot the mic for YouTube. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I got it. I didn't. If I did, it's, it's by the front door somewhere. You do, you're talking about the one that you that you got me. No, 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 no. The one that you usually use on the phone. Oh. Yeah, you're right on the floor just dangling around so does that mean nobody heard a word on YouTube or they heard a little bit it was, it was okay but it's much better now Thank you. oh okay thanks better late than never okay but just in time for the uh, emails all I was saying on YouTube Rabbi Yisai is that I had a tremendous experience meeting everybody at the Chevro is was a tremendous chizuk for everybody it was great Rebelli, just wanted to compliment you on how enjoyable it is to learn with Yashir. I learned the Dav as part of the 540 AM Adas Yisrael Shir Chabur for the past four years. Started watching a Minute, Brochus. I started lo- listening to other Dav Shirim that are nice, but nothing close. to The enjoyment of learning in a Shir with a good group of guys. So he's saying it's not the Shir so much, as much as the camaraderie. Great group of guys. That being said, Yashir is something else. Ever since I started watching it in the middle of Shavs, I'm hooked. And even now when I'm back to the regular 5.40 a.m. Adasi Yisrael Shire, where's this place? I don't know. where. He didn't tell me where it is. I'm supposed to know where Adasi Yisrael is. Okay. I still watch the Shir sometimes before and sometimes. I gave eight years of Adafi Yomi in Adas Yisrael. But that was in Chicago. So he must be in a different place. Something before, something after, but I watch it every day. Now he says, I have a joke that I'm going to meet some of the Magadish Shroom that I listen to. Because he listens to the Shurim on two times speed. I met a labavitcher guy, a very, very gishmaki guy in Los Angeles who watches four Meghideh Shurim at two times speed. I asked him, who's the best one? And he said, the other guy. No, he said, you're all good. You all have different milas. Okay. But he watches at two speed. So he says that when he meets the Meghideh Shurim, he's going to greet them. He's going he's to tell them, It's so nice to meet you in one speed. The best part is that even when I can't make the regular share, I always have rebellion. I never fall behind even on vacation. I know it's real hard. Work to put a real share every single day. It's good. It's much appreciated. Avraham Dobrov. P.S. I would really appreciate if the WhatsApp sheets were uploaded before 5.40 a.m. New York time. Oh, he's in New York. That's wrong in New York. By, I can't say his name because at the end he writes anonymously, written by Anonymous. His name is Salman. B Salman, we'll call him. He's a, he's a Bacher. I love these guys, these young guys that love to learn the DAV. It's called DAF YOMI Changed My Life for the Better. Shalom Alaikum Rebbe, I wanted to let you know that from the start of Sukkot, I've not stopped amazing, entertaining, interesting stories. I just can't get enough of it. Sometimes I even stop in the middle just to hear the story over again. So in turn, I will say a story about myself from birth. Through sixth grade, he never had a love for learning. But Kitzer, when he's in seventh grade in 2019, so today, what is he? He's in ninth grade. Really, Kitzer, he started to do the daf. He's going to daf Yohimashir. But Kitzer, then his Rebbe told him about the Chabur Shaz program, I believe. He doesn't call it Chabur Roshaz, but that Yuchazar, last week's daf, the, week, the month before, the this before. And okay, he hopes he's going to finish shots like that, unbelievable, he's doing a lot of Hazaras and he started doing our DAF with Yuma I could say the cycle change my, my way, the daf and since I always did the daf I now, I know I, and now I can't go a day without doing the daf and it's in my routine, I make sure to make time for it, sometimes I finish late at night and sometimes I finish Really, it just depends. Rabbi we can learn from this young kid. He's a young kid. No matter what, he always does the daf, if it's late at night, early in the morning. Now I am happy to say the daf is part of me. But I don't think I could have done it without you and all your chizik and the stories. kept me going. I owe you much thanks. Thank you, Rabbi and the whole mishpacha for all that you have impacted, so many of us, anonymously, written anonymous. Rabbi here we go. We have a very, very easy daf today. So we're holding the last line on Lam Zainun Baze. Omer Bar Bar Zois We're discussing the Na'anuim, shaking of the Lula, we do it this way, do it that way. And one of the reasons is to get rid of the bad ruchois the bad do. So you see from here that shiyare mitzvah, the leftover of the mitzvah, the part of the mitzvah that's not ma'akiv, If you don't do nauim, or let's call, let's say tnufa of the animal, it's not ma'akiv. If you don't lift the animal up and you go back and forth, you can still it's still a karma. That's a possible. So you see, shiyari mitzvah makes a puranos. I guess maybe what the Gemara is trying to say here is a chayber. If the, the side part of the mitzvah, the, the part of the mitzvah that's not super important, it's not ma'akib the mitzvah. If you make the brachal and tilas lulav and you don't go in all directions, you're still yaitzim. Yet that part has such power to stand, to have, to, to control, so to speak, the winds and the hurricanes and all that. But that's the side part. Can you imagine if you do the real part of the mitzvah, the part that is ma'akib, how much power that has. The lifting and the shaking of the animal is the side part of the mitzvah. And it has the power to stop the bad winds and the bad dunes. The same halachas of moving the, the animal back and forth in all directions. And Nosach Ashkenaz, they're just going to go Ashkenaz. Front, right, back, left, go in a circle, up, down, or if you're not Sakhsfar, I'm not even gonna attempt to remember how they do it. It's uh some somebody told me it's is it's it is Al-Pikabola. It's to the right, then to the up, then to the back, left, down, okay, whatever. You're all laughing because that's how you do it. There's very few Ashkaraz on now. Most of the guys on Park. Alright, so Rav Achar Bar Yaakov would do the nanum. I made a bracha, and then he would say a very very famous line of Maseches Sukkah: "Omar dein giro this sitnah. This lulav should be an arrow in the eye of the satan. I actually found a picture. I don't know if it's appropriate for the shir. It's not mamish the Satan. It's like a guy dressed up for the Satan. So it's whatever. It's it's an arrow in the eye of the Satan. Says the Gemara. Velav Milsi. It's not appropriate to talk like that. Mishum You hear this? If you start out with the Yitzhahara, with the Satan, he's going to be Moiser Nefesh. He's going to be Moiser Atzimoy. Whatever that means, says Rashi. He's going to take it to the next level. You don't start out with him right now. He's cool. What are you telling him? Look, Satan, I was able to be in the mitzvah of lulav al apchav al Even though you didn't want, you tried everything, you tried to trip me up, you tried to give me a bad lulav. you tried to give me the Yitzhahara, that I shouldn't do it, I should just drop my credit card Let somebody else. I did, it. I did it. I did it myself. So he's going to step it up one more notch. He knows how to step it up. Don't start up with him. Just You can think it, don't say it. Because if you if he wants, just like you are Moiser Nefesh, he also knows how to be Moiser Atzmai. Zakh the Mishnah. Oh, left it again. Official Mishnah sponsored by official. There four Shleima of those two Cholim that he has in mind. Person was traveling and he didn't have a Lula. So when he comes home, he should stop what he's doing. And he should shake the luluf. So Gemara is going to discuss this. It seems like two different things here. If he wasn't able to shake the lulav in the morning, he shake it in the afternoon. You could shake the lulav all day, as long as there's sunlight. You cannot shake the lulav at night. So if you haven't done it in the morning, it's okay to do it in the evening. Says the Gemara Amris, Noit the you say that when you walk into the house, you should grab it off the table. Even though you might be eating, you might be doing something. You have to be mafsik. Very meaning. We have a halacha by Shabbos. That when the time of mincha comes and you're at the barber, you don't have to stop. There are certain things you don't have to stop. You keep on going. So we're going to have a, a, a problem between Shabbos and our Mishnah. Erev Shabbos. Omer of Safra. Or I should say Shabbos. Uh, in Misecht the Shabbos. If you went into to, to, to Dintaira, before Mincha. And you were eating and the Dintaira came. You don't have to stop the sudo. You don't have to daven for davening Mincha. You don't have to stop for davening Mincha. Says the Gemara, we're going to see later, Mincha, as Rashi holds, is the Rabbana. Says the Gemara, So what's the difference between a lulav and an esrig and Mincha? Omer and the Gemara is going to keep on coming back to this Rav Safra. Says Rav Safra, I have a kasha. On the one hand, it says, that you have a lulav and an esrig, you come into the su'udah, it's al it's the middle of the meal, you should stop. Stop what you're doing. Stop eating. Shake the lulav. On the other hand, if you're eating a meal, and mincha comes, you don't have to stop. So Rav Safir says, Hod It depends. When you have to stop by lulav and answer by us, because there's no more time, you look at the clock, it's almost shkia you gotta go. So you have to do the mitzvah. Over there, the Mosech the Shabbos, it's talking about this time in the day. Why is Rav Safra being Mechalik the way he was? There's time, there's not time. Dilma Hodai Raisa, Hodai What's the Kashabachla? When you have a Mitzvah Raisa, a Lulav, it's the Raisa. So you have to stop what you're doing. Yeah, you have to stop the meal. That's why our mission says stop. Over there, they're talking about a Mincha. Mincha is the Rabana. so you don't have to stop for the Rabana. Hello, my Ravo, Yikashi, Let me explain to you. My father used to do this to me all the time when I was a kid. I used to ask a kasha, and he wanted to raise my spirits. It was a klutz kasha. So he said, oh, let me explain to you what you try to ask over here. You're asking based on the Rambam in Hilchas that, you know, the Rishoyim already mechalik. So he took that Rambam, he asked him, yeah, I hear what he's saying. It's like a kasha. Anyway, so Rav Safra says, no. That kash is not true, but I have a different one. Let's ask a question from a deraisa on a deraisa. Forget about, forget about that that uh, the rabbanon mincha. I have another question right here in our in our mishnah between a lulav and a lulav. I have a question. The first part of the Mishnah says when you walk into the house, you stop right away. If you didn't shake the lulav in the morning, shake in the afternoon, Alma, Mavsik, it seems like you take your time, you didn't do it in the morning, chill out until the evening, then you do it. On that comes the safra. Yes. In our Mishnah, one day rights against another day rise. Why is it when it's a day of lulav, you say you have to stop right away? And then the second part of the Mishnah, it's a day rise of lulav, and you don't have to stop. You don't have to, you wait until the afternoon. The answer is, because the second part of the mission is talking about there's plenty of time. So take your time. Yes, this is the Raysa, but you'll do it later. When there's no time left in the day, you better stop whatever you're doing and do it right away. maybe what it's talking about. It's a good idea to stop and take the Lulub, but if you don't do good things, you're not into it, you don't have Nevertheless, you have the opportunity to do it in the afternoon. What the mission is trying to say is, listen, you should shake the lulav right away. And as we said yesterday, you should shake it. I'm not saying you should get up, but that's the first thing you should do in the morning. Instead of looking at your cell phone and then the WhatsApps, you run to the sukkah and you shake the lulav. That's, that's the lulav. If you didn't do the lulav, then you could go the entire day, throughout the whole day, you could do the lulav. Like a lot of women, you see them like running around at three, three in the afternoon. Oh, I didn't shake lulav. Okay, it's still time to shake lulav. El Oh, sorry. So then what's the cash? What's the contradiction? There's no contradiction in the mission What are you asking a contradiction? There's no shailah between a lulav and a lulav. One, 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 One part of the mission is telling you what you should do. And the other part is telling you if you didn't do it, then you have all day long. No, so let's take it back. You know what? The question is like we thought all the way in the beginning. That the question is between a lulav and mincha. We ask the question, why do you have to stop for lulav and you don't have to stop for mincha? And you told me that's not a good question. Why? The D'avi's answer is because Mincha is only the Rabbanon and Lulav is the Raisa. So where does the question even start? He says, I'll tell you what the question is. The question is between a Lulav and Mincha. But Lulav is only the Rabbanon in this particular case. That would be a great Kasha. Why? We're talking about, let's call it to, to make it easier. That midday you don't have to shake Lula every single day of Yontif. The Chachabim said that we shake every single day of, just to commemorate in the base Hamidash. In the, in the time of the Beis Hamidash, they only used to shake in the base Hamidash every day. But we don't have a Beis Hamidash, so we shake every day just to commemorate that. So when the shaking of a lulav is a dirabbanon, now it equals mincha. Mincha and lulav are in the same playing field. And the question is, why do you have to stop for a lulav, which is a dirabbanon, because we're talking about halamayim, and not for mincha? She says, Gemara, and that and we say, okay, because this the time in the day. is not time in the day. Daikinami, I'll prove it to you. We're talking about a guy that's traveling. Who travels on Yontem? You can't travel on Yontem. You can't go out of the Tchum. It's Osser. So we're not talking about a guy that's over on isurim of Tchum. We're talking about a guy that's traveling Beheter. How is he traveling? He's traveling because it's mishari End of story. Great The official Mishnah, sponsored by official, Zog, the Helege Mishnah. Now, Rabbi Isai, we're going into a sugyah called Shimei Famous idea that I could hear, we do this every single Shabbos. One person says Kiddush, and everybody that listens is Yaitz. It's as if they're saying Kiddush. So we're very familiar with this concept. Here's the sugya right here in Shas. In order for me to be mighty you, you and I have to have the same level of chiyuv. In other words, if a woman is not chiyuv in the mitzvah, because it's a mitzvah that says she has man grama, so she cannot be mighty a man who has a chiyuv there. And if a person is a katan, so he's for sure not chiyuv at all. So of course he can't be mighty anyone. Etc. So therefore, Misha, your Eved, the Eved is like a Isha in terms of mitzvahs. Oy Isha, Oy Katan, So let's say this child is reading the halal for the adult. So he cannot be Yaitze from a Katan. There's no idea of the Katan is saying it, I'm going to be Yaitzim. Doesn't work like that. But he just repeats the words after him. You hear this, Rabbi Isai? If a child or a woman reads psukim for a person, and he repeats after that person, after that child, he is cursed. So let's see Rashi. Rashi You see by the wide lines. Because it's his fault that he doesn't know how to read. You can't blame your Rebbe. You can't blame your parents. You can't blame the system. You have to blame yourself. Why don't you know how to read? Because you didn't take the time to read. And therefore, you are cursed. Says Rashi, the Imlamat, but if he's a learned person, knows how to read, When a person uses the wrong messenger, the wrong shliach, and tells a katan, read for me, and he knows how to read, so he also deserves to be cursed. Why, why are you sending such people to represent you? You This Stam as a a side note, it's one of my pet peeves, especially in America. There are many, many people that don't know how to read properly. And when I saw this Rashi, I was shocked because I was like, okay, they don't teach, it's not their, it's not a first language Hebrew. And the guy gets up there for the Ahmed and he starts fumpening, he barely breaks his teeth and then he swallows words. And he pretends that he's saying the word when he's not saying the word. He goes, imagine if he read an article like that in English. You know, because the English teachers, when I was a kid, they're such sticklers, you have to say it like this and pronounce it and, and this. And he gets up there and he... That's a bracha, the MS, please. If you said that in English, they'll throw you out of class. In Hebrew, it's okay. Why? Because us Americans, we don't know how to read. So, Rashi says over here, if you don't know how to read, it's your problem. And I think, I really think, because I know I worked on my Kriya a lot, myself, just took a thing, you just Chazer, Chazer over. You can get better at Kriya, even at an older age. What happens is, people get, get in a rut. They're six, seven years old, they don't know how to read, so they keep on going, they push through school with not knowing how to read, and they fake it, and then this, and then they get them come adults, then they get Aliyah, then they tell them to read Haftarah, and Hashem Yirachim, you can't say a pasuk. I read it after a few times. Come over to me. What, you prepared it? No. I don't have to prepare after you. I just read it with the timing. Why? It's second nature. Okay, so I have a little Israeliness in me. And all Israelis, for sure, they know how to read. But uh, I don't think it's an excuse. I think all Americans should uh, practice the reading. Uh, Based on this Rashi. I, I was shocked when I saw this. You get cursed. It's your fault you don't know how to read. Nobody else's. Uh, the Mishnah. you say. If you have an adult, adult is saying it for you. By the way, if you're a Gronik, like my father, I'm a gronic but not as stark as my father. So the gra in halal doesn't say, if he does, so this is not, doesn't apply to them. But in Rish when you say I have a halal, the gra holds you don't say the Baruch, the bracha. No bracha in the beginning, no bracha at the end. So every single hallow, my father runs over to the Chazan. You see him running, so, you'd be mighty me, and then you have all these machmirim. They go like this. So The Chazan understands, right? Okay, who he's dealing with, and they're mighty. That's what, what's going on here. They say the bracha, the guy says amen, and that's it. So, so what happens is that. If the the, the Chazan is going to say the entire thing, and that's how it was, a lot of people didn't know how to read back then, and we're going to see in the Gemara. So, how does Hal start off? Hal starts off, Halaluka. That's the first, first pasuk in Halal. If I can find it here. Here we go. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah Abdeh Hashem. That's the first thing. Right? I says your show up Hallelujah Okay. So, the Godel says, Hallelujah hal-, Abdeh No, first he says, Hallelujah. So you repeat, Hallelujah. Then he says, Hallelujah Abdeh Hashem. And what do you say? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And that's how it goes. Keep on saying hallelujah. <laughs> now the Mishnah says, if you have psukim that people say twice, they double it over, like we have in our hallelujah, certain so psukim that we say twice, so that you go with the minuk. If the minuk is to say it once, once. The last paragraph in the hallelujah, you say, you don't say, depends on the minog. But the last bracha you say, in other words, over here, we go by whatever the minog is. I got an email uh, today from Rabbi Badner. I forgot which one, because we have a few Badners. Yaakov, maybe. I don't remember anymore. Where he backs me up when I said that he's supposed to say Kaddish. After, after uh, Davani, and he says, Initial also, the Rub is very makbid. Kaddish, in fact, and he brings the Shukhnor, he says, You're right. Shukhnor says that even people that have parents should say Kaddish at that point, if their parents are moichal them, because it's not for the parents, it's for the davening. He says, He doesn't understand why that rabbi said that it's not the Minag. It's not a Shilo of minug, it's a Shiloh of Allah. Okay. Turn about Rabbi Listen to this. A child could make a brach of his father. So the question how? How could a child who only has a D-Rabbanon be mighty a father that's Chayv Miday What's the answer? The answer is he cannot. He could only be mighty his father in a dirabanan. Because when I'm mighty to you, I can only be mighty to you as much as I am yaite. I can't be mighty to you more than I can do. So if I'm a katan and I can only do a dirabbanan, I'm being mighty to you dirabbanan. What's the case that a father is yaytse dirabbanan? For instance, if he's benching only on a shear of dirabbanan, he ate and he wasn't satisfied. But says in the you only bench when you're satisfied. I wasn't satiated. I ate a kabetza, but I wasn't satiated. Therefore, the son who's chayiv bechinuch, he's chayiv to bench mid rabbonon, he's able to be mighty's father. Unbelievable, you, you hear this? A nine year old kid sits and says, Baruch hadar. And the father sits and listens, and he's yaitse. Why? Because they're both the rabbanans. The eved, mevarach le rabbi. The isha, mevaraches le balo. Avalarvu chachamim. Chachamim said, A person who lets his wife bench for him, it's obvious because he doesn't know how to read. If he doesn't know how to read, he's cursed. Go learn how to read. There are no excuses. Is anybody going to take that seriously? Or are they going to say, Stop, I'm hacking in China. Okay, Okay. listen. I truly believe that every Americanish guy that doesn't know how to read 100% could improve his reading. And you'll write to me in your emails. I listened. I chazored over. I didn't repeat it. And I'm much faster and better now. Anyway. So going back now. It's a shanda sometimes. Going back. So here's how it works. Hallelujah. You say hallelujah. Hallelujah Hashem. You say hallelujah. Then it goes. All the way at the end of hallelujah. That you repeat the whole possible. On Ha'ashem, repeat. On Ha'ashem, repeat. But Baruch Ha'ba, the Chaz says Baruch Ha'ba, you say B'Shem Hashem. So Nah'chamo. Yeah, let's Chazer over. The Chazin starts out Haliluka. You say Haliluka. Just one word, you say one word. Then he says the whole possible. Hallelujah the Hashem, and when he's done, you say Halleluah. Then Hodayr Hashem Kitov Repeat the whole pasuk. Repeat the whole pasuk like we do today. We don't do Hodayr Hashem Kitov Gilam So from that says the Gemara. On the platform Chesam Ve, sponsored by MDY Tehillim Group for all those who need to do Shuas, please join Tehillim. Eight mindavcom We want to says the Gemara. We want to. Hold on to the minhagim that we used to have. we had minhagim when people didn 't know how to read and not by the way not too long ago that, that's what I heard about the Balhanov that the Basshan was very busy with with people that literally didn't know how to read there's a lot of illiteracy going on they, they didn't know how to read in those days and he would take them and dance with them and these machazic people were talking about only three hundred years ago. can you imagine two thousand years ago when there's no no they didn't have chadarim, they didn't have these things there's a lot of you had to come to Shul, there's a chazan said for you. Ah. So my father is in Los Angeles now. So I was able to uh, lower the temperature. We're at 71. Not bad. We're getting there. Yesterday, 80 degrees. you watch this year? No, you're like. Okay. giboroso we could, we could hear halachas gdailois, like the sefer halachas g'doylois tremendous halachas le mishma mi minhaga da from the minhag of halal. from the fact that when, when the chazan starts off who oymer ve even a person who knows how to read beautifully he should repeat afterwards and say halaluka, why mikanchem mitzulah nois haliluko so, I see side. It's a, it's a mitzvah. This is what we do. We, we repeat, not. Nah. The Gemara is saying a It's not to be yaytse because you know how to read. You can do it on your own. But nevertheless, he says, Halleluia. You say, Halleluia. It's a mitzvah. Now, what about the rest of the pasuk? The first pasuk in the halo? He says, Hallelujah. <laughs> and everybody just says, Halleluia. Now we're going to a case of an amorit. An amorit, he doesn't know how to read. And an adult reads for him. Fine. So if you're an Amorit and you don't know how to read, every pasik that the guy says, you say how at the end of the pasik luka Alluka. I'm to what you're saying, i I'm, I'm, I'm part of it. Now, so that's two alachas. We have if The guy is a, is a bucky. He knows how to read. Nevertheless, he should say, Haliluka, it's a mitzvah. We have a guy that's a maaretz; He should say haliluka on every possible. And then we have, What's up with that? Why do we keep this minug? We all know how to read. So let us just say haliluka from beginning to that. We have sidurim. In those days, they didn't have sidurim. Everything is about pest. So they had even more trouble mikan she lanis prokim there's another thing that when you start let's say betaseis ro'men tsrayan so you answer with that roshei prok you say betaseis ro'men tsrayan that's an Indian also not just haleluca haleluca every time you say the the first paragraph betaseis ro'men tsrayan okay there's such a concept Who aimer What do we learn from this? First words of the Ahmed. We're learning tremendous halachas here. So what do you learn from the fact that the Chazan says, And everybody else is, Okay. If you have a minor, reading for you. So you have to repeat everything. You can't say hallelujah from him. You have to repeat the whole thing. That's why. The chazan says and we say word for word what the chazan says. We don't rely on the chazan. In other words, we don't rely on a kata. So what about okay? You have the right to say it twice. Everything. Why? Because of the concept of Shimei Kaina. When the chazan says, Ana Hashem Atslikhano, you heard it with your ear, that's number one. You heard it, you said it. It's as if you said it once. Now that you're repeating it after the chazan, now you just said the Palsic two times. One time you were to 100% just by listening, and the second time you stopped, said it. You see, for a that you can say a pasuk twice. It's not a brach It's not stam moitzi shem shemayim You're allowed to say a pasuk twice. So that's a big kiddush. Hilkos a gibar teika. Hu oimer baruch haba. b'shem Now the Chazon says the words baruch They do not repeat baruch You see what's going on here because there's so many different things going on here. On the one hand, we start off hallelujah you say exactly like him, hallelujah just one word. Then you say a whole possum, and then you say a different word. So what's going on here? So the Gemara is saying, it's, it's just telling us that we used to have a minog. 2,000 years ago, we had certain minogam, and we want to remember those monogam. so we do a little bit of everything. At, at one point, the chazan says one word, we just repeat one word. Uh, another point, he says five, we, we say five words. One time he says one word, we say a different word. Why? Again, to show the minog. What's the minog? Shemeya Kaina. He says, Bar Chaba. Ya say, I don't need anything else. So what am I saying? Something else. Hashem Hashem. His Bar Chaba is enough for me. I didn't do that in the beginning of Halal. When he said Halaluka, I didn't say, Halalua Abdi Hashem. I repeated what he said. Because over there I'm learning a different Kiddush. Here I'm at the Kiddush of Shemeya Kaina. There's a concept of Shimei Kaina. It's a very, very, very important concept. It's Negei on every day. Rashi brings an unbelievable example. Think about this. What happens? Sometimes I get annoyed. I look in Shul. I see a guy comes late to Shul, right? So he's Davining Shmona Esri when the chazan is Davining Shmona Esri. And the Chazin gets up to kedusha. Kadash Kadash Everybody's jumping. Kadash, Kaddosh, and this guy is saying, Rafaelo. Is he doing the right thing or not? You hear the question? If the Chazin is saying, Kodesh, 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 he's saying, kedusha, or everybody's screaming, Amen, Yehei, Shmei, rabbah. What are you supposed to do? You're smacking Milo Shimon Nesra. So you have a big machleik, Yisraelim. Taisvah says, you cannot stop and listen. Why? Because if you stop and listen, Shemei Kaina, It's exactly as, as if you said, it's as if you said, Kaddish, Kaddish, Kaddish. But you're not allowed to stop in the Middle Sheman and say Kaddish, Kaddish, Kaddish. You just made a break in the Middle Sheman Ashray. Rashi argues. Rashi says that since it's such an important thing, it's Kaddish, Kaddish, it's Kedusha You have to be silent. Stop whatever you're doing. you're in the middle of Shemaku Stop. And pay attention to what they're saying. And you'll be Yaitsei. Who's the halacha like? What should we do? Rashi. In this case, Rashi. Yesterday was Tysvist. Today Today's Rashi. That's the Mishabur Berurah. like that. If you're a Milshim Anesrei, you're davening. Taisus points out, by the way, he says obviously the best of the best is to do it with the Tzibur, and that's why. By the way, a lot of one of the halachas. I don't know if everybody's familiar with this. It's a famous halacha. If you come late to Shul, you should probably not start Shmona Esrei. You should probably wait until the Chazan starts and then you do with him. To the point that when you get to Kedusha, you could even say the Psukim with the Chazan. So you don't have to miss out on Kedusha. The biggest problem that the Mishnah talks about is Maidim. Because if everybody bows down Maidim and you don't bow down, you're in Shema Kuleinu somewhere, or you're past Maidim, then it doesn't look good. It looks as if you're not agreeing to, to, to bow to Hashem. So that's why Maidim is the most important one to do with everybody, to bow. So you make sure that your Maidim coincides with the chazan's Maidim and you bow with the chazan. Anyway, it's Halachas it's that we, we need to know. the Also another important thing, by Kiddush. I get annoyed at my family when I'm making Kiddush and they're joking around. They're laughing at each other, smiling, like, hello. It's Sheme Koyunah. If you listen then it's as if you said the bracha. If you're not listening, you're not paying attention, and you're playing, who says you yaita? So that's the coming sugya now. What happens? You heard the whole Kiddush, you heard everything, but you didn't say Amen. You're ignoring it. Unbelievable, it's a whole list. You don't really see this often in shots. All these, the Darshanim, the Omru, Yana Yotza. I guess if you're going to take action to show that you don't want to be Yotze, then you're not Yotze. But if you're just standing still, you didn't do anything, you didn't say amen you didn't. Stop standing. you do we even It's my name. this idea of? says the mission. from this the mission. from this puzzle. mission. No, I'm so it says like this: They went into went into the, they went in, and they found a Sefer And this is, they opened up the Sefer and this is what it said in the Sefer And It was talking to the king. The king was there. It's a pasuk in Kisavai, coming up. To the king, he's gonna expel you. You're gone. The Torah that they opened up and was read to the king was speaking to the king. He got a shock of his life. Couldn't believe it. Right? That's what they do. at... Uh, it's called Goryel Agraw. You open up a chumash, do seven times, and whatever the pasuk says or Chabad does it at the at the oil. Whatever it says, they open up the Sefer Boom, talking to the king. Your king, out. You're gone. You're gonna be gone. But it says over there that the king read it. But the problem is the king didn't read it. Like Reuven Shafan. Shafan read it. The fact that Chukio he heard it. It's as if he read it. V'Dilma, as the Gemara, Baza de Karanu Shofon Kari Yeshio. Maybe he did read it. Who said? Maybe they both read it. Your heart softened, and you'll be nishnat Hashem. When you hear when you hear these things. It says that he heard it, and he didn't read it. So do not don't tell me maybe he read it. Maybe he did read it, but that's not what's going on here. It's from fact that he heard it, and it says that he read it, memela, you see Kaina, to always listen carefully and carefully. Have a wonderful Shabbos. And if you're in have a wonderful week. Thanks for joining so late in the day of Shabbos. Your a bunch of tzaddikim. Hashem should bless you all.